0: Basically, it comes down to just gaining an understanding of, you know, what is good for you, what's bad for you, where your stuff is coming from. And with that understanding, you don't have to change your diet right away. But with that understanding, you will slowly realize yourself changing and experimenting new things to with what you know. And towards the end of that, you're going to completely change your diet and you're not even going to realize it. And then you're going to feel much better. You're like, exactly. okay, I haven't eaten this many carbs recently. So this was probably the issue yep. 10 days ago.
1: All right. Welcome again to the Living Wild podcast. I am Brent Philbin and I'm here. With the usual, Matt Smith. Hey, everyone. M. Smith, of course, at WildFoods.co if you want to reach out to him. <laughs> and we have a special guest, another Wild Foods team member, Ulysses Gabriel's on the show. He yes, works yes. with content or Matt on all of our content. So welcome.
2: Yes, yes, yes. I'm What's happy up? to be here.
1: We're going to have you tell the audience a little bit more about yourself. I want to specifically say that Matt is now in charge of the random sound effects. So I apologize in advance for all of the stuff that you're going to be hearing. He was really excited about that. He wouldn't even let me sit in my seat at the beginning of the show. So that's what's going to be happening. But putting that to the side, now that we're here, the topic of this show, we're going to be talking about Ulysses' previous job. But why don't you give us a story about who you are. And don't mention any names for what your previous job was. Okay. But it's something similar to GNC. And we're going to talk about the differences between there and Wild Foods. But you, just tell us about you, your story, what you do, and introduce yourself to the audience.
2: Yeah. Okay. So my name is Ulysses. I am 21 years old. Oh, I said
1: your name crappy.
2: Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I got to say it. Better. I was going to correct you, but I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> I, I, you haven't corrected me in like four months. <laughs> I know. But yeah. So I got into fitness and nutrition when I was around 17, 18 for the sole purpose of, you know, whatever 16, 17 year old gets into nutrition for, they want to be bigger. They're tired of being skinny, whatever, whatever. And not only that, but it was very therapeutic for me. So I actually have a gym in my garage. So obviously I didn't have a car. (laughs) I didn't have money. My grandfather would not take me to the gym. He would not pay for my supplements. Like he wouldn't do any of that. So of course it was, Hey, I'm going to go to Goodwill. We're going to find you a home gym and you're going to work out there whenever. So kind of had no excuse. You get a
1: home gym at Goodwill? I hadn't even considered that. Yeah. That's nice. yes. a good idea. It was
2: like like the one, it was funny because it was like actually the first Goodwill we went to that we found it at. And then the lady even said, oh, this came in like a day ago or two days ago. So we literally had got very lucky on that.
1: So what was it? it was it just like one of those machines where you can kind of like pull down with your arms and use the ropes or?
2: Yeah. So it actually has a, it's has these like levers on the side that I can make a squat rack. I can make a bench press. It has a lat pull down and it has a bottom row. And the bench that actually came with it, you can actually do leg extensions and uh, hamstrings on it. Oh, I could literally do everything on it. Nice. For what it is. So So, it it was, yeah, it's pretty sick. To this day I still use it. <laughs> like if there's times where I can't make it, I just go in the gym and get my work I
1: feel like there's a chance that you're literally the only person that got that or had a goodwill ever. I, like, I believe well, no Your no grandpa's, grandpa's like, no, nah, we're just going to goodwill. It's, we, it's always there. Yeah. And it, it was there, but like <laughs> nobody else has ever had that experience.
2: Yeah, exactly. So even I was kind of like, well, why don't we just go buy the new rogue stuff or you know the new. French equipment down the street like and he's looking at me he's like you got fringe money you got rug money and I was like dude I can barely afford a $30 a month membership no I don't have the money he's like okay you're gonna settle for it I'm gonna get you which I'm very grateful for but yeah so and then went to college that was when I actually got my first nutrition job so I actually did work at a GNC um, oh (laughs) in in college
1: all right well so much for not saying there well I didn't know that there was I feel like that other places like GNC so I keep okay well
2: yeah it's Honestly, I can say with an honest opinion that each one was different in its own way. Ah, okay. You know, so each one did. And it's funny because each job that I worked at, I progressed in what I knew and the way I was eating and the way I was actually being active. So it's pretty cool to see myself as I go on, be willing to learn from each and individual job and use that in my everyday life to become a healthier person. But yeah, so I worked there <laughs> at GNC. We already said the name of that one. And that was a very, very weird job. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I went in, the lady hired me on the spot. Uh, As soon as I walked in and asked, hey, are you hiring? And she was like, well, what do you know about nutrition? I, man, I I remember. don't even remember the first thing I said. I think it was something like, well, I know those do that. And she looked at me, she's like, you're hired. (laughs) And I was like, you know, of course I'm inside. I'm like, yeah, I got a job. But then I was kind of like, wait, why did you hire me so fast? (laughs) Like,
1: Uh, so yeah, I I feel like in my life, the places that, have hired me on the spot with almost no resistance. Yeah. I'm like, whoops, that was a mistake. Cause I quit them very quickly, or I find out why they are so desperate for people very quickly. And recently, my girlfriend had that experience. She right when we moved to Austin, she's a poker dealer and they have a lot of poker clubs here. Yeah. And she went to a poker club. They do what's called an audition. They uh-huh. they have you do like deal in front of them. And they hired her on the spot, put her to work at that moment. Not like Oh, Come back in a couple of days and you'll start. They're literally like, can you deal right now? And she's like, okay. And so she went and dealt, and then found out that she was making like the because dealers make tips, and she made less in like her week at that place
0: mm-hmm.
1: than she would normally expect to make in one shift of dealing. Yeah, and it was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> and, she, and then she went to the place where she made the right amount of money. But oh wow, they didn't hire her on the spot like that. So I don't know. It's like kind of a red flag, I guess. Right? Yeah, oh, for sure.
2: Oh wow, yeah, that's very. Interesting. Although
1: thing. that's how that's what Colin did to Ladon, isn't it? I'm not sure. He literally hired him and was like, "Go do chocolate powder." <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Anyway, but,
0: but yeah, I mean, not he- that anybody wants to do chocolate powder. <laughs> that is a red flag. You're hired. Go do the worst job that we have. One of the messiest jobs. Go do. Good job. I mean,
2: you hit it. You hit it perfectly. Like that's exactly what that's it cool. was. Immediately, I noticed that after I got that job, the next day or two, she handed me a sheet, and on this sheet, it actually had the things they wanted us to sell. So immediately when I saw that, uh, to me, I was like, wait, I thought we're supposed to be helping people. And yeah, she was like, you do want to get paid, right? And I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. And obviously, I'm 18, you know, like, I need money. Mm-hmm. So I take the job, and as months go on, I did notice that I, I was having a lot of arguments with her. And it was really on, like, a customer would come in. She would say, oh, hey, try this. And I would interfere and be like, actually, you just you said you wanted to do this, right? This is your goal. No, you don't need that. Like, use this. And she would just look at me like, dude, you're seriously messing up my commission right now. But I would, like, I don't know. I wanted to generally help people. So I didn't want these people walking out of here with 80 $90 worth of products that they're going to, you know, not benefit from. And not only that, keep coming back with the hope of, oh, if I just keep doing it, eventually something's going to happen. It's like, no, eventually you just need to stop doing that and start doing what's going to actually help you. Go home, inform yourself, educate yourself on these things, and then come back and we'll see if you still want that thing. Makes total sense. Yes. With so that's The business model
1: in my head of yeah. those companies.
2: So, and, and not only that, it was a franchise. So, of course, she was very like, I'm going to do things my way. And she's like, I just hired you. You're 18. Why am I going to listen to you? So I think that's another thing that comes into play with a lot of these like nutrition stores is people see you, oh, your age is this. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. But it's like, let's say I, You know, for instance, if I had a life changing moment at 16 and from 16 to 17, I was battling all these things, learned all this information. Now I'm a 17 year old who's gone through what 40, 50 year olds are going through now. Mm -hmm. But that 40, 50 year old is still going to look at me and be like, oh, you're 17. You know what you're talking about? And it's like, actually, I do.
1: That's kind of how I look at, you know. Fifty and sixty-year-olds, so
0: that's yeah. I, that's a, There's that gap in between where you're just like, okay, they know what they're yeah, talking like about you know what you're talking about younger, for some no age, way. but then well, I don't think that it's going to sound stupid, but when we're older,
1: I don't think we're going to feel that way because we're in the information age. So yeah, like the amount of information much. that we can consume at 17 years old is not the amount of information that was available to somebody who's 60 years old and they were 17. When they were 17, they literally had to go out and get the experience. So if they didn't have it. They didn't have that wisdom. So it's going to be a different thing when we're older. But also it might just be that like when we're older, we still stay on Facebook and everybody's laughing at us or something like that. I don't know. I could
0: already see that happening. People are still staying on Facebook and you're just like, well, this is way outdated. What I could get my stuff from Instagram now. And, A lot of people are like, what is Instagram? Yeah, Facebook is kind of for old people or
1: older people. Not old people, but like, yeah. Anyway, sorry uh, listeners that are above the age bracket there where (laughs) I just kind of like If you're listening to the show, you clearly are not part of who I'm talking about because you're already smart enough to be listening to us or not smart enough. I I think it's smart enough. (laughs) I mean, even podcasts are more of
0: like a newer...
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Right off the bat. The (laughs) fact that you're listening to a podcast means that you are not in the category that I'm talking about of the people that thought Ulysses was dumb because of his age specifically. Exactly.
2: But that also ties into what you were saying, like, you know, the era that we're in now, our generation, we're very much informed. We want to be informed. We're not just going to go do something without, oh, let me Google that. You know, that's the first thing we do. And I'm going to tie that into a story. So I think a year ago, a year or a year and a half ago, my aunt had actually passed away from breast cancer. And that my cousin, you know, her son, he started very getting much into fitness with me, fitness, supplementation, nutrition, you know, all of that. And one day he was like, he just like looked at me. We're on the way to the gym and he was like, dude, if she would have just changed the way she ate. And I was like, you're right. I was yep. like, yeah. That definitely could have saved her. And then he was like, like beating himself up, like, well, why couldn't she just do that? And I was like, you have to take a step back and realize that when she grew up, and her era, her generation, fast food was the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody ate fast food. McDonald's was popping. People were eating McDonald's three times a day. But it's because of that was what was thrown to them. They didn't have the technology, the information, the research that we have now. So to her, that was the norm. Yep. You know, so it's mm-hmm. like, that's what I had to, you know, explain to him. Like, you can't be mad at that. You know, like now we're we're grateful and we're lucky to have all this technology, research this, research that, information to tell ourselves You know, that, okay, this is right, this is wrong. And I was like, now it's up to you to actually relay that information to your siblings and make sure that they grow up knowing, hey, this is right, this is wrong. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's like now it's an opportunity for you to grow and pass that down to your family, you know. But that's why, like, that ties in perfect with, like, what people knew, what our generation knows, and who knows? The next generation might have some information that we don't know that we're like, no, that's wrong. But in reality, it's like, man, actually, that's right.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I feel like research is just going to keep expanding. Yeah. I mean, one hundred
2: percent. But it's like if you're going to do something, I'll at least do it to one hundred and twenty percent. You know, do don't say you're doing the keto diet, but you're eating carbs four days out of the week. <laughs> you know, I'm oh. keto. I'm keto sometimes, and it's like man, you're doing keto three times out of the week. You're not even in ketosis. How are you doing keto? My
1: dad. So first of all, my dad lost like 70 pounds doing keto. Yeah. But like in the beginning he was super strict and I was around. Yeah. So I would see him more often because I was living in the same city and I'd be like, dad, what are you doing? You, you can't, he, he'd he be like, oh, I'm eating keto. And then I'd see him putting beans in something. And I'm like, <laughs> dad, you can't put beans in something. It's just, just yeah. straight carbs. And he's like, no, beans, beans are <laughs> carbs are vegetable. I'm like, what are you talking and i have to like look it up he's like oh so he it was like what he thought he knew was wrong but he wasn't checking yeah. to make sure like what things had carbs in them or not yeah. and i still find this stuff that he does where i come to the house and he's like eating like uh like brown sugar covered yeah. cashews or something yeah. and or chocolate almonds and i'm like dad there's sugar <laughs> on them but they're almonds
2: <laughs> oh dad what are you doing <laughs> anyway
1: it's still good on him though for how much weight he lost
2: that's so. so funny. Yeah, that's perfect. Like literally like we tell ourselves we're doing this thing, but it's like, are we really doing it? Mm-hmm. You know, one thing my dad, my dad would always express to me is do whatever you want, whatever you're going to do, make sure you're doing it at 150% effort. So it's like, don't do 90% this 90% that like, it doesn't make sense. Like if you're going to do something, make sure you're doing it. If you're going to do a keto diet, do keto, <laughs> be consistent with it. Do what it takes to be keto. There might be some things that you're like, oh, I don't agree with this. It's not, it's not what you agree about. It's about what's actually going to work and what's not going to work for you. Yeah. So I think that's a big misconception. Like with myself, I know I need to be eating these things, but I'm so damn picky about what I want to eat. But I know oh, we're I'm, gonna get into uh, that. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna
1: we're gonna get into Ulysses' eating habits towards the end of the show <laughs> once we. Once we start to describe what, what, what went on. So we talked about GNC regular, like, did yeah. you get fired from that one or did you just quit?
2: No, actually I never got fired. So oh, okay. what happened was.
1: Cause I figured like if you kept challenging that same person, they'd be like, so, ah.
2: Yeah, no, it's she would fire me, me. I was no. too good. <laughs> um, so what ended up happening with that was, so not like nutrition related, but she would basically leave whenever I'd have to come in and stay clocked in and get all those hours. And then one day I called her out. I was like, Hey, yeah, this many hours this week, like. I can count on my hands how many hours you worked. And, you know, that ended up getting very bad to where our district manager, who I had no idea we even had a district manager, shows up one day and he's like, hey, you're fired. Uh, what do you know? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, know. <laughs> I'm like uh, I know BCAs. <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, God, here we go. So, and then I ended up explaining to him everything. And then he actually thanked me for being like an honest employee and, you know, doing what was right because all that was going on behind his back. Mm -hmm. So the only reason I stopped working there was because I actually moved back to Austin, stopped going to school. And this is all when I started to make my transition to doing what I want Ah, and actually becoming the person I wanted to become. And then that's when I got my previous job, which was, I can say that job was not what I expected it to be. You know, I was expecting another GNC and I was like, oh, here we go. Maybe the manager's cooler. (laughs) That was the one thing I was hoping for out of that job. But it was very much catered towards what people wanted. And, you know, that I thought was really great.
1: So they weren't on a commission structure. No, no, not at all. I think that's the key difference
2: there. And that's what I was worried about. And but I will say that the eating habits there and the way they have insight on nutrition is very much different from Mm. the way we are now. And, you know, the information that we have. So with that is, it was very, this, my previous job, it was very much, okay, let's find out what do what you actually want to do. Okay, I'm going to recommend you something that we have in store. You know, so there was times where I would generally talk to somebody, listen to, like, hear them out, find out what they want, what they're doing, and then kind of be like, you don't need anything. What you need to do is you need to eat clean. Yeah. Just be consistent. Like, if you don't, if you can't make the effort to even just cook your food, these supplements aren't going to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, there's supplementation for a reason. You know, you only use them here and there when you really need them. But I will say the eating habits at my previous shop, it was very much eat until you get full. Eat as much as you can. If you want to grow, you got to eat.
1: Yeah, if you're if you're talking about, like, strictly bulking and putting on muscle yeah, 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 and that yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of thing, like, that works. You can. You can just overeat and turn that into muscle. Look at the rock. Like, that's yeah. you see his, like, epic cheat days. He's just got piles of fucking pancakes. Oh, God. Whoever's editing that, I'm sure to get that out of there. He's just got piles of pancakes and he's shoveling them in his mouth. And he's,
2: but it's like, yeah, that's the thing. And I think it also ties down to the person. Are you wanting to do this for longevity and you actually want to live a long life or are you doing it for performance reasons? Yeah. So, and that's what, you know, Mm -hmm. I get into arguments with people about all the time when people see how I eat and they're like, Oh, you need to eat this. You need to eat that. You're not educated. And it's like, no, I'm gonna stop you there because I am educated. I do know what I'm talking about and I do know what I'm doing. I'm eating this way because I power lift. You know, I, I have to feel my body. I have to have food in me because if not, my strength isn't going to be there. I'm not recommending you do this. I'm not saying it's the best thing to do, but it's what I'm going to do is because it's what I want to do, and I'm doing it for the performance reasons of it. Now, let's say I didn't compete, and I wasn't having to eat for performance reasons. I'd probably be fasting every day. I would be fasting every day because I can just – I hate eating in the morning. Like, I don't like waking up being like, oh, I have to go eat. I'm like, no. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to –
0: yeah you kind of have to find something that fits what you're doing yeah. and how you're doing it. I mean, people who fast they don't need all of the right amount of nutrients right away. they could like store all their energy right or whatever they whatever it is they're doing exactly. whereas you you're trying to get big bulk up so you can lift heavier things and you do need all of those nutrients yeah. as much as you can get exactly,
2: and, and which I know that the nutrients that I do eat are gonna benefit, you know, what I'm doing. Now I'm not saying I'm going out eating McDonald's seven times a day. You know, what majority of my meals look like or have looked like would be, I mean, I would, I would buy the cartons of ground turkey from H E B, get the three pounders and eat that in a day. You know, and I was eating maybe a couple of rice, which if you know what a couple of rice looks like uncooked, that's a lot of rice still cooked. I was eating a lot of that. I hated it. I was miserable. I was noticing that, you know, my energy was low. I would go to the gym having to take two scoops of pre workout because I was so full and just so lethargic that I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing? But it's going to make me stronger, right? I'm going to be stronger. I'm going to have heavier weights, right? And it's like, that's not the case,
1: you know, or at least for myself. I don't think it's, I don't think it's the case for really anybody, Mm -hmm. especially the way eating triggers the insulin response. Like insulin cannot be good for, for working out. Yeah. Pre-workouts tend to have a lot of caffeine in them and stuff too, right? Yeah. So
2: they're mainly when it comes to pre-workouts, they're filled with either caffeine I know a lot of the ones that I use have nootropic-based. So it's mainly just like mental focus, a bunch of herbs to help my mind, you know, focus on whatever I'm doing. And they're mainly lower caffeine levels. Um, And you get like beta alanine, L-leucine, which helps with like promoting blood flow, getting you a better pump, allowing the blood to flow to allow that muscle to expand. You know, stuff like that is what a lot of them have. But those aren't things that you should be consuming every single day. Right. And I knew that was a problem when I was drinking, man, two bangs a day. You know, those are 300 milligrams of caffeine each yeah. thing. I was drinking two of that them. It can't be good. Yeah, two of them a day <laughs> from when I worked, and then I would get off of work and then still take pre-workout. So I was consuming over a gram of caffeine a day.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. I'm sure when you stopped doing that, you went through withdrawal symptoms too.
2: Oh, yeah, very which, much.
1: Which is why, like, a lot of times with the products that we create, we have half caffeinated or we have teas without caffeine in them Yeah. because it's not like we've seen strictly negative health benefits of caffeine. Like, it looks like from the research that caffeine's mostly positive for yeah. you and i and but anything that you grow a dependency on can't be good so when you're starting to have that much caffeine i do this all the time once i get past two cups of coffee a day once i'm i'll drink a cup of coffee in the morning sometimes mid-afternoon or something yeah. all, which helps me with my appetite control too with the fasting that i do mm-hmm. but past if i go past that if i feel like i've started to take a third cup then i spend an entire week resetting my tolerance which is awful. It sucks. You have a headache for an entire week straight. But it makes me feel a lot better about the caffeine intake that I actually reset that. So yeah. not that I necessarily recommend that to anybody. But uh, take a look at it. Take a look at anything. Sugar is the basic one that everybody's <laughs> addicted to. Take a look at that. And Caffeine's uh, not too far behind it, it
0: though.
2: Yeah, no, no, not at all. People like, how many people do you hear say a day, oh, don't talk to me until I drink my coffee? Yeah. Oh, like, you know, like, even though it's like a saying, but still, like, t- tons of people are really like that. You go to an office job. I guarantee you, you go to 80% of the desk and there's going to be some form of caffeine or coffee on yep. that desk. It's
0: a good excuse to use. I mean, I like using that excuse just so I don't have to talk to anybody in the morning <laughs> until I wake up, you know? <laughs> I wake up pretty quick from
1: the fasting and the fact that I guess I fall asleep pretty quickly, but... And also, mm. do you guys snooze with your alarms? Uh, yeah, no, a bunch of times. Oh, do, Okay, so we got two ends of the spectrum. Do you... Do you want to like you know how bad that is for you? No, it's like, later, horrible right? for
0: me, and I hate doing it, but I don't, I can't get away from it. I would just automatically snooze my phone, and I'll be laying in bed. I'll get, I could even be looking at my phone or some doing something in bed, but I'll still fall asleep and end up snoozing it. And I don't know what it is. It's one of the hardest it, things for me to wake up.
2: Like, why it's bad for you to do that? Like, to press snooze? Yeah, because
0: you're not getting the. You're just like going back into sleep. You're not getting a deep enough sleep and
2: Well, it's you're ending your REM cycle. So yeah. like there's times where I'll wake up. Let's say I go to bed at 12, you know, just to put it in perspective. And I wake up at 4 a.m. and I feel awake. I get up. I'm like, wow, I could go do this. But I don't have work for another five hours. <laughs> so I'm going to lay back down. Right. And it's because I got that that sleep cycle out of the way. So yeah, because yeah, you can you, get a
1: full sleep cycle. Yeah. In.
2: yeah. So when you press snooze, you put your body back into another sleep cycle. 15 minutes isn't enough for you to...
1: Yeah, Yeah. or nine minutes or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, I think it's like, what, 20 minutes, I think.
1: I used to snooze like, they're all different, but I used to snooze like 10 times legitimately. And I would have to put that into my morning routine, and it was like I played chicken with the phone. Yeah. Like, what time do I have to be where I need to be? I found this app that makes me play games when my alarm goes off, and it will not stop until I've played. And they're super simple. They're like simple dumb games where I'm like putting numbers in order or whatever but by the time i'm done it takes me like a full minute to complete maybe a minute and a half to complete six different little games that address different parts of my brain yeah. by the time i'm done i'm awake there is no interest in me
0: going back to sleep i need this app because yeah. if you look at my phone right now there's about 15 minute intervals 5 minute intervals sometimes even That's 10 exactly what random my phone 8 looks like. intervals and i have a whole scroll list of alarms that i can turn on Look at any time because when I know.
1: Mine is called I Can't Wake Up Free, but I think that's only the Android version. Oh, yeah. Uh,
2: Look up Alarmy. It actually has a tour. You can do that, too. It also can make it to where you have to scan a barcode. So mm. That's what I'll do sometimes. Yep. That's I, one of the
0: little games you can you play. Get you get up to scan a barcode. Dude, Dude barcode I tried everything.
1: I used to have this alarm clock so on wheels. It was called <laughs> Clocky, and it literally rolled off your desk and then started running around the room in a random, random pattern using a random noise the noises were completely different every time it sounded like somebody like r2d2 stuck his thing in a light socket yeah and just like and like would roll around the house but it had a snooze button so you know what i would do i'd get out of bed I, i actually got to the point where i could catch the dang thing when it fell off the dresser oh wow hit the snooze button put it back on the dresser and even if I got up and grabbed it, I would hit snooze and go back to sleep. I still would snooze even in that situation. So anyway, I don't know how we got on sleep there. Sleep's super important to your overall health. So
0: <laughs> And if you have too much caffeine late at night, you're not going to get a good sleep cycle. And it's going to probably make it worse to wake up sleep in the that morning. Yes. And that's
2: when I knew I was consuming too much caffeine. Because you were drinking it at night? I was drinking because I work out at like, and this was at my previous job. I would work out at like 930 at night. Don't, don't pre-workout, which is still another 300 milligrams of caffeine. Wow. And I would get home. Do it. That's to like do.
0: four cups of coffee, too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. At one time, that's crazy. At one time,
2: yeah. And go to sleep, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> go yeah. to sleep, no problem. And obviously, my sleep would be very sketched throughout the day because mentally i was done i was exhausted so that's how i was laying down but the caffeine is still taking toll in my body yeah so of course i'm tossing and turning all night up the next day wicked dreams too Mm -hmm. oh yeah i would wake up the next day like oh my god another day like i'm tired (laughs) let me drink caffeine (laughs) like you know like that's what you get to um so now working at wild foods i consume more coffee in place of you know the caffeine so i would drink one coffee in the morning and i drink one midday and i'm not having like a full cup i do like maybe half a cup and then I will still use some kind of pre-workout late at night. Trying to wheeze off of that. <laughs> but it, it is a process. Don't ever... The one thing I will say, don't... When, if you're trying to make that transition, don't just try to do it in one day. It's not going to work. Well, yeah. yeah anybody
1: I, cold... Cold turkey and anything is really hard you know. for anybody yeah. to do.
2: So I noticed it, it was an energy drink and then pre. And then I slowly got you, okay, let me just do a cup of coffee, cup of coffee, cup of coffee, Stop doing that. Now I'm at just, you know, maybe one coffee throughout the entire day. And then some poor from a caffeine at night. And that's it. And I'm trying to get away to from where I don't have to do the um, caffeine at night. And I could just maybe do another coffee before working out. And then that'll get me through whatever I need to do it, to where I'm just two coffees.
1: It's really tough to find a, a whole food, like real food pre-workout also. Like a mm. lot of those ingredients are artificial for a reason. You know, sports science has looked at that, and they've targeted different things. Yeah, and you can get that stuff from like maybe some mushrooms or maybe some cocoa butter or something. But like, yeah, but you can't put it. It's tough to put it all together. We're working on that. Working on, um, we're working on formulating both a multivitamin that stays within our principles and a uh, a pre workout that would do the same but it's tough it's been really hard we have been working on that pre-workout for a long time we haven't even gotten to stage one on it now the multivitamin i know we've moved forward with but the 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 pre-workout is really tough so yeah it's very hard that's it's hard for i can't even recommend like hey you should take this non-wild foods pre-workout product because i don't know which one would even be good yeah Uh, good that would at least you know satisfy our principles so Speaking of, like, differences in what you're doing with Wild Foods and what you did there. So, like, we talked a little bit about your journey to that place and how you got there. And at least there, they weren't pushing shitty products on people. Yeah. They're at least letting you make the decision as to who gets what. Yeah, exactly. And that's the case for any of these places that give selective commission. If you're working at Best Buy and you're like, oh, well, we're getting a perk on this item. And somebody comes in, they're like, hey, I just need some, you know, Bluetooth headphones. Don't really care how how good they sound. Like, ah, you need the Bose, like... This yeah. one, it's $250. All the rest of them are terrible. Really, you could have given them like $40 headphones and they'd have been fine. <laughs> but you get a $5 perk on this one, so you're yeah. going to go nuts on that one. And I guess it makes sense from a business
0: perspective if you're like bean counting at the top trying to find a way to push different products. But I don't think it's mas- maximizing all, like everything that you can use in, st- in the store. Yeah. And I don't go to those
1: places. The yeah.
0: second somebody tries to push something on me like that, I'm out. I'm that, yeah, that that's why I don't go to this one store. There used to be this one skate shop, and it's always in the mall. And I'm not going to say what it is, but they would always come up to you and be like, yeah, we're having this really good deal on this today. And I'm like, no, I know what I want, and I want to get this. And they would just like <laughs> oversaturate the one, this one brand, and they had clothes, they had boards, they had shoes and stuff like that, and they would just bring all of that product in, and then they would just try to promote that product. And you have 30 other products in the store that are 100 times better And they just did not want to help you with that. And they would just, like, bug you and bug you until you get that product. And that was just so annoying. That
2: That's when you just got to tell them straight up. Like, especially being in sales, you know, that's what I was at my previous job as salesman. (laughs) When I go into public and people come to me, they're like, hey, did you try this? And I I, immediately my response is always, so what's your margin on that? Like, how much commission do you make? And they just look at me like, what? (laughs) And I'm like, no, I'm fine. Like, if I wanted this, I would buy it. Like, there's no, you can't influence me to purchase something that i don't want it's either i want it or i don't yep comes down to that
1: and part of our principle is the same thing like if somebody comes into the wild foods shop and there we have this <laughs> interest i don't even know if we've talked about this on the air but we have this problem where our wild foods branding looks really cool and we have that elk on all of our branding
0: <laughs> i not know where this is going but we
1: have a banner on the wild foods <laughs> location that just says wild foods and it's got the elk yeah
0: well it didn't
1: say coffee on it, so or, it or says like real ingredients. It says real ingredients, but it's below, you know. Like yeah. this is, So what happens is people drive by and they look and they're like, oh, they're gonna. I bet they have meat. Yeah. And they pop in looking for meat, and we're just like, we have some uh, vegan protein powder if you want it. <laughs> but no, yeah. It, it, so it's kind of interesting. The people. So if somebody comes in looking for meat. We are not going to try to sell them on, like, get... Now, it'd be nice if they end up buying one of our products, but we're not going to be like, oh, you came in looking for meat? No, no, no. What you need is wild cocoa
2: butter. Yeah,
0: that's not happening. Sometimes we'll, we'll be like, hey, if you're interested, we have some coffee as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Like, sell them a coffee, like, whatever. This but is... N- nothing farther than that. Or if somebody comes in and they're like, hey, you know, I'm looking for... I don't know, pick something that mushrooms would help for like cognition or something. We're not going to yeah. we're not going to say like you need cocoa butter. Like cocoa butter's going to help it's with your fat intake, it's going to make your butter coffees taste really good. It's not going to improve your cognition necessarily unless so you're talking about an overarching effect of just to eating more fat, which you can do any any other any of the 50 different ways. You yeah. might talk to you about fish oil or something, but anyway. So that's important. It's important that you took the step from shitty GNC that's trying to push things on people that they don't need just because that's what they say you're going to get commission on. Yeah. to place that's selling most of the products being similar yeah. but with a, at least a better ethos and then you've moved on to wild foods now you haven't it's not like you've like gone dogmatic wild foods and completely like switched everything you're doing about no. life but just you already mentioned one thing where you're you're switching away from those like bad energy drinks yeah because I, I remember when we were at uh, KetoCon mm-hmm.
2: oh, they had monsters yes. for had free like two or three monsters at yeah
1: <laughs> This dude walks in with like Chick fil A and wait, what what were you no, eating? No, that was, was blasphemy.
2: Sandy's.
1: San, no, what is Sandy's? Sandy's?
2: It was down the street, you remember? Because I was like, oh, I just it was a water-
1: breakfast sandwich of some kind. I don't oh, know. A
2: Whataburger. <laughs> yeah,
1: Whataburger. Dude walks into <laughs> hey, the Wild in Foods man. booth at KetoCon with a
0: Whataburger. <laughs> Who is and, this guy? And he's drinking a monster <laughs> in the
1: corner. And I'm like, what the f- <laughs> Like, no. <laughs> so
0: supposedly monsters are keto, though. I guess that's what we got out of that. Yeah, I, okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, they don't have sugar in them. They're they're just the zero they sugar have, ones. But yeah. I mean, That's all they, that long that's long all they had there, okay. so that's fair. They were at least giving the zero sugar ones. And, yeah, they're more healthy than a regular monster, but there's so much extra BS in a monster. Oh, yeah.
0: oh, just look at yeah. the
2: ingredients list
1: on those things. Like, it's it's obnoxious
2: what is in those. If you it's, can't even pronounce it, you shouldn't be eating it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so anyway, so, so yeah, Ulysses was doing that at, that uh, might've been like your first week or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was close to it. So yeah, it
2: was my first week because I was, we all shamed her, him pretty hard. Yeah. Even me throwing into keto con and I was like, all right, great.
1: <laughs> even, even my fat self, I'm, I'm over there being like, man, what a burger. Even I don't eat what a burger, man. <laughs> Come <on. laughs> So, so what kind of changes have been made since that day? Maybe none. May, I don't know, yeah. but it's hard to be around Colin, especially, and not make changes to your diet. Yeah. I went eating with him just yesterday and I ordered a burger and literally said to the, he said to the server, he's like, uh, no bun. And she looked at me like for confirmation, like, do you not want the bun? And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get a bun cause he just made me.
2: It's, so. it's funny because I, I get asked that a lot, you know, especially with my friends and who I hang out with now. Like they're very much the people who would be our target audience in the previous job. Right. So of course, you know, they're all young. They all want to get bigger. They all want to be stronger. So they ask me, like, hey, how's it going at your new job? Like, I see it's totally different. Like, how is that being around people who have those type of diets, who have these, you know, this type of insight or opinion on things? And my response is pretty much the same to everybody. It's I'm going to do what makes me feel good and what I feel like doing. But that not to say that I'm not willing to try these things. So, for instance, last night I was at Logan's house. Logan Sneed and Logan Sneed
1: Fusion Lean friend yeah. of the podcast friend of Wild Foods
2: <laughs> Yeah, so I was at his house and he was like hey we're gonna film this and I'm gonna cook this do you want to eat and I was like man I know Logan's diet's totally different from mine so immediately I was like okay do I back out do I say I'm not hungry I was like no I'm to, I'm starving right now so of course I'm gonna eat so here's he was, a,
1: before you finish the thing I think about Logan is he cooks so much yeah He's got to be awesome at it. Like, I suspect it was probably delicious, was even really if it's good. not exactly what you're looking for. It
2: was really good. And I was very nervous because I was like, man, I don't eat stuff like this. Like if it, all that was was, you know, salmon, avocado, pecans, asparagus, and like broccoli. And when he was cooking everything immediately, I was like, I don't eat like this. Like, give me a steak, some potatoes and some rice. I'm good. You know, that's majority yeah. of what my diet is. It's a, it's a bunch of red meat, chicken, and a bunch of carbs. And I can tell you right now, that is not the way to go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, feel, this is so not the recommended diet. <laughs> yeah, I feel so lethargic throughout the day, and I, I admit to it. So yeah. when people are like, oh, you know, that's not good for you. Like, immediately coming off to me, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, no, I, I know, I'm informed. Yeah, do, know, I'm do as I say, the, not as I do. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, I, I'm doing this for a purpose, for, to help me with this. I'm not saying this is going to be my long-term diet. I'm not saying, oh, if you don't eat white rice, chicken every single day, like, what are you doing? Like, no, dude, no, everyone's different. So back to Logan. So I was immediately <laughs> worried. I was like, oh, man, I don't want to be rude. I don't want to say I don't like this. So I, I, I was like, okay, go ahead, Logan. Cook me up whatever you think I should eat. And then he was like, all right. So then he's cooking it. I'm seeing what he's putting on it. Very minimal stuff. Like yep. He doesn't you know, throw a bunch of different seasonings, a bunch of different flavors Probably on just it. Just
1: a little bit of salt and pepper, some MC2O
2: maybe. Yeah, yeah. and I was, I was like, oh, man. Texting my girlfriend like, hey, I'm probably going to be sick tonight. <laughs> <And> she, <laughs> she was like, why? What's going on? And I just told her and she was like, give it a shot. Because she's very much of me eating these things too. Right. She, she, she sees how I eat and how massive amounts of it I'm eating. And she's like, dude, you need to slow down. So uh, get to the points where Logan's done cooking. He was like, okay, try the avocado with the salmon and then with the asparagus and the broccoli. Just eat it all. So I'm like, all right. I'm kind of like thinking to myself, man, I don't want to see him, see him see me take this first bite. So I eat it, and I was like, dude, this is good. So then I kept eating it and eating it and eating it, and then eventually I finished the whole thing, and he looked at me, and he was kind of like, oh, wow, I thought you didn't like it. Like, I thought you didn't eat like this. And I was like, it's not that. It's just, I think I was just so scared to come out of my comfort zone. Yeah. So I think that's a lot of things people are worried about. Like, oh, I'm so used to this. Why would I want to do that? This is fine for me. Why Why do I need to change to that? And it's like, find out what's actually going to benefit you long term. And you know, if you're not doing it for performance reasons and stick to what's going to help you, you know? So I think that's why I see my diet going now is I'm doing less and less sugar and, you know, hundred grams of carbs per meal and just all these different things. And I'm starting to pay more attention to, okay, where's this meat coming from? Is it grass fed? Is it grass finished? You know, right. that's one of the main things that I do when I'm eating, uh, when I'm eating veggies, you know, I start to look for the green or the veggie and make sure that wherever I'm getting this veggie from is from a local farm, you know, and the, or the produce, making sure the produce is from somewhere here and it's not shipped into with a bunch of pesticides. And then, none of that, but as far as, like, my carb content goes, I'm not eating an insane amount of carbs anymore. I notice I'm eating more veggies and more meats and maybe a portion of carbs, like maybe, like, a handful of whatever I'm eating, and I feel great. My digestive system is actually working better. So that was another big misconception that, I would get young kids who would come into my previous store and be like, "Man, I eat 400 500 grams of carbs a day, this and that." And I'm like, "Well, what about your veggies?" And they'd be like, "Ah, oh, screw veggies. I don't need veggies." Yeah, We're trying to get <laughs> big. And yeah. then they would sit there and be like, "But I do notice I can't eat a lot. I want to eat more. How do I eat more?" And I would ask, I would like simply tell them eat your veggies. And they'd be like, "Well, why? I don't want to I don't want to get skinny." It's like it's not that, man. It's the fiber that's yeah. in the veggies, the nutrients, the phytomicronutrients micronutrients that you're getting from these. It's going to help your digestive system. It's going to make sure you're flushing all this stuff out as you should be. And that's going to allow you to eat more. And not only that, but make sure what's in your gut is getting pushed out. And they would look at me and be like, well, I'm always full. Yeah, that's why. Imagine just all that gunk getting stuck in your stomach. And they're like, oh, dude, that's nasty. And I'm like, it's nasty, but it's the truth. You need to be eating what's going to help your body efficiently. And, you know, I was that kid too who I was 16, 17. Like, I just want to get big. I don't care what I got to do. I just want to get big.
0: Yeah, basically it comes down to... Just gaining an understanding of, you yeah. know, what is good for you, what's bad for you, where your stuff is coming from. And with that understanding, you don't have to change your diet right away. Yeah. But with that understanding, you will slowly realize yourself changing and experimenting new things to with what you know. And towards the end of that, you're going to completely change your diet and you're not even going to realize it. And then you're going to feel much better. You're like, Sorry. OK, I haven't eaten this many carbs recently. So this was probably the issue yep. 10 days ago very much
2: and the thing is too if you're one who you know you eat healthy and you know the correct things and you're trying to help somebody who might be where I was don't be pushy because (laughs) I can tell you right now if you were to come up to me let's say I'm eating whatever and you're like shouldn't be eating that immediately I'm gonna look at you and tell me it's my life worry about yours you know like I don't don't tell me how I should be doing it tell me why you know inform me hey did you know that this is actually from here and this does this you know, it just inform me, I'll I'll do it at the pace that I want to go, but don't push it on me because I'm just not gonna do it. And I think like a lot of us have that mentality of if you try and force me to do something, it's more than likely I'm gonna want to back off and be like, uh, I'm good.
1: It's a fight or flight response in humans. So Colin does that. He does like the don't do that, but then he spends the next five minutes lecturing you on why and he he educates you about it. Yeah. That's why like when you talk about wild foods and you talk about the mission, we're not here on a mission to make you have wild mushrooms. We're on a mission to explain. Like Colin says it all the time, we're an education company. Yes, that's why we spend much. so much time on content. Why we spend so much time on our YouTube, our Instagram, and this podcast, and putting this stuff out there. We just want people to learn. We suspect that once they learn, that they're going to come
0: buy more of our products because yeah. we believe they're the best out. There. I mean, not about not even about <laughs> buying our products. It's about just getting. We send out to them everything that we have learned. They can learn too, and then they could change what they want and. Eventually, they can come to our product. I mean, it just goes hand in hand. And even if they
1: don't, we've made a positive impact either way. Exactly. Also, I'll say that we probably, you probably are consuming less caffeine. Yeah. Specifically because of the way you're changing eating a little bit. Yeah. If you don't take a massive amount of carbs, you're not going to have that massive insulin spike. And you're not going to feel the crash afterwards. So you're going to need less caffeine to get through the day. And I suspect you'll notice an inverse correlation between the two as you get more and more towards, you know, the side of clean, lower-ish carb whole food eating. And even mentioning grass fed. So back when Colin owned the gym, I actually was partnered with him in the CrossFit Mm -hmm. gym, even though I wasn't actively involved. Actually I was actively involved for a period. But (laughs) he was telling me I need to eat organic and grass fed. And I was just like to me it seemed like just a way to get me to pay more for food. And I'm like, why do I care what the cow eats? Like I just want the dead cows muscles like yeah, give it to me
2: that's where i was at that's where i was at like and why, i'm broke why do i want to yeah exactly right? like why would i just pay
1: double for this it doesn't make <laughs> yeah. any sense and then you learn like about the hormones involved and like why that actually matters instead of just being a you know a thing you'd be like oh i only eat grass-fed excuse me and that's how i pictured it well, i literally did and i'm sure there's some people who who have listened to this show and thought the same way about grass-fed beef and ancestral mind and we've gone over this and why it is but And the only reason I came around on that isn't because Colin yelled at me or my friends yelled at me to tell me not to eat grass-fed. I would just continue to be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard or or to eat grass-fed. I'm going to say that backwards. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I'm not going to eat. Like, what? Yeah. Just give me beef. I don't care. Then you get explained like how the hormone generation works and why the hormones are going to be different in a grass-fed beef versus a, you know, a pasture or whatever, what do you call those? Like, there's a word behind like, Non grass fed. I don't know. There's like a pasture raised, pasture raised. I guess maybe I don't know. no pasture. I don't know. Whatever standard American diet beef or whatever. I don't hearing know, pastries. Said. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and that's strictly from education. That, yeah. It just that's Colin explaining it to me, or me watching a video, or being around when somebody makes content and being
0: like, all right, all right, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I could tell you that from just working at Wild Foods and being exposed to so many new things and learning so many new things about real food and all that stuff that I've been so cognizant of going to the grocery store and being like, okay, today I'm going to challenge myself and only buy things that are grass fed, only buy like eggs that are from wherever. Free, range. free range, you know, stuff like that. And I've came to the conclusion that I am putting this idea in my head that I'm so much better whenever I you eat these like normal things and yeah. it's just basically from learning and learning and just being exposed.
2: Yeah. And I think something that recently changed my mind, like as of two weeks, three weeks ago. So I have a coach for powerlifting. Right? Mm. So immediately he tells me, he's like, okay, well this is going to be your workout routine. Sends me all my stuff, you know, my program. And I was like, Hey, where's the diet plan? And he was like, what, what diet plan? And I was like, yeah, don't like, aren't I supposed to be eating a certain way? And he, his response was, I don't know your body. He's like, you need to eat what's going to make you feel better yeah. and helps you perform in the gym. And so I was like, well, how many times do you eat? And he's like, dude, I eat twice a day. And he's strong. This is by far these, one of the strongest men I have ever met in my life. And the dude eats twice a day. He'll eat, like, some chicken breast, some asparagus, and then his second meal is, you know, post-workout, whatever, more beef and more veggies. And I asked him, I was like, like why? And he's like, it just what makes me feel good. So that really put it into my into perspective of, why am I eating for the taste when I should be eating for what it does for my body? Right. You know, and I think that's where a lot of us are stuck. I'll put myself in both categories as far as how I used to eat and how I'm starting to eat because I'm still in both. Like, I'm still kind of eating crappy, but I'm still, yeah, I mean, see myself getting better at eating. You
1: still had Whataburger yesterday. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> right. But I will say that a lot of us on this left side still eat for the taste. You know, so right. we're still like, ah, I want to eat what's good versus now moving towards it's like okay i know this tastes good but i don't care about that is it like where is it from what's it gonna do for me am i gonna have a cramp later tonight if i eat this and my stomach gonna hurt like and nah, no, nah, let me go ahead and stick to the place that i know is gonna be clean organic right grass-fed grass fed. you know whatever and i noticed that i've been eating less but my getting stronger and i had told my coach that i was like hey man like you know i hit a pr today and then he was like what were your meals i was like oh i don't know i I think I ate some beef and some rice and then some broccoli. And then that's all I had today, actually. And he was like, oh, so you didn't eat seven times today? And I was like, no. And he's like, okay, then there you go. That's your your secret. That's what you need to be eating. Like stick to something around that.
1: That's a smart coach too. He saw you did a PR and he immediately wasn't like, he congratulated you, but he wasn't just like, all right, good job. And then moved on. He's like, why did you hit that versus these other days? And he immediately looked at, he wanted to look at data. And he wanted to be like, We need to find a correlation here. Correlation isn't always causation. Like just because you ate that way might not be the reason you got it, but there's a very good chance that it is in that situation. So like keep testing out, keep pushing it Yeah, and being dogmatic about the way you're eating. Like isn't always necessarily the best idea. So if you're just like, I'm keto, I'm doing all this, this exact way, or I'm vegan, I'm doing all this, this exact way. Or, I'm carnivore, I'm doing all this this exact way. It's a little bit disingenuous because that'll work for some people, it won't work for others. Yeah. I can tell you when I was on keto, I couldn't fart yeah. without mm-hmm. being worried that I was going to poop my pants because yeah. I was eating a ton of cheese and I didn't realize that that wasn't really like keto at the time. I mean, it was like years ago and I wasn't really looking You're at hanging it, out with your dad too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cheese doesn't have carbs, but it's not good for you because it's one, super calorie dense, and two... Apparently I have a lactose intolerance. I didn't realize. And I figured it out from a Reddit post, which really? interestingly enough. Yeah. I posted about this thing that just like happens to me. And I won't explain on the show because it's kind of nasty, but <laughs> the, it, it was like four paragraphs long. I'm like, I've described this to a doctor. They have no idea what I'm talking about. I can't be the only one that's ever had this happen. Like what is, and then a guy was like, yes, word for word. That is exactly what was happening to me. I realized I had lactose intolerance. I stopped eating dairy and it went away. I'm like, okay, So now I'm just careful.
2: Everyone's different. Everybody's body reacts differently. I think that's another thing, too, that a lot of people don't understand is something might work for you, but it might not work for me. And I've noticed that hand in hand with, like I said, my buddies. You know, my friends would do this and I try that and I'm like, dude, this doesn't work. And they're like, no, no, it does. Trust me, it works. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. And nothing's happening. So then I start doing this and I'm like, okay, this works for me. Vice versa. My friends would be like, oh, dude, you're progressing in the gym. Let me try this. Ah, man, that doesn't work. What the heck? And it's like, okay yeah because we're different yep you react better to this i react better to this and that's the thing that i'm glad they took away from seeing how much different i'm eating is that now they understand like man maybe this is all a mental thing maybe i tell myself i feel good but late at night when i can't sleep and i got cold sweats it's because of what i've been eating throughout the day Damn cold sweats okay yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's a little rough yeah i mean but it's it's the truth like i've somebody i used to work with they noticed that immediately they were eating Dude, man, five to seven times a day of full meals. And immediately he started to notice, I can't sleep at night. I'm tossing and turning, I'm sweating a lot. My body is just filling up, like, and it feels like my, my pores are, you know, coming out of my body. And it's like, dude, what the heck? Immediately he cut back on how much he was eating, implemented some veggies, skin cleared up. And he was being able to sleep without sweating <laughs> all night. But it's the little things like that that you start to notice that really make you think, like, man, just the way I ate. Seriously? Yeah. And it's like, instead, he could easily jump to, oh, let me go see a doctor. Let me get this prescription. Let me spend all this money on thinking that prescription and medication is going to help me when it's really just food. And that's why it ties in perfectly with real food is medicine. Yeah. (laughs) so Think
1: about it. We should be professionals at eating food based on how much we do it. If you did anything else for, like, three hours a day every day for the 100 million days that you've been alive, you would be amazing at it. You would be able like if I did that with like card tricks. Mm-hmm. I'm a pretty good magician as it is. I'd be on stage with David Copperfield. You know, like I I could do all that stuff. But with eating, we develop the bad habits and we just learn we get professional at eating kind of poorly. So even though dogmaticism is bad, there are certain principles that we believe in and that as a skeptic I've come to realize are accurate. And that is that we evolved eating food that was real. Yeah the added things to the food can do nothing but make it bad. Now they might be neutral, but they're not going to make the food better for you yeah. because they're making it have a longer shelf life. That's just something that they're putting in the food to help their profit margins. And it isn't necessarily better for you. Now there are some things that maybe in the future we'll find a way to make synthetic meat or something that will be better for you than the meat that exists right now. That's not the case. And even then, it's something you got to be really skeptical of. So I think that's a good long, just the longest episode I think of the Living Wild podcast ever.
2: Oh, really? That's how long <clears throat> they are?
1: Normally, we do about a half hour. So yeah, we're we're, we're at doing like, pretty well. We're, we're at, 50, we're at min- 50. 50 minutes here. Really? Okay. Yeah.
2: I was going to touch on one more thing. Well, let's, get, <laughs> let's do it. Let's touch. Um, the main thing I can <clears throat> say that a lot of us lack as, you know, living in America and just people in general is that we're freaking lazy, man. Like it's, oh, it's yeah. we look for convenience. And I think that's a, another thing that I, I noticed the most when I am eating bad. I'm looking for the convenience. Oh, I didn't bring food today to work. Oh, let me just go to Panda Express.
1: We <laughs> just had a guest on the Ancestral Mind. So go check it out at the Ancestral Mind co- podcast. If I think about it, I'll put the links in the show notes or Jason, do that or Matt, whoever it's at this episode. <laughs> Her name was Mickey and she summed it up in one of the best ways that I've heard so far and kind of like Blue Colin's mind. She said, basically... If something is convenient, it is not something you should be doing and it's not ancestrally appropriate up to and including like driving and sitting and like having AC and like all this stuff. If it's convenient, it is probably not how we evolved. Now, it might not be bad for you, but it's automatically not ancestrally appropriate just by being convenient. So think about that when you're going
0: to a convenience store or like fast food or whatever.
2: Why is this so available to me? Like, hmm. Must be good. Yeah. I mean, no, maybe man. the <laughs>
0: best thing about a convenience store is grabbing the water, the drinks there. <laughs> yeah. you know? yeah. They have good drinks because obviously it's convenient, but you're getting the same bottle of drink everywhere else, but maybe for $2 extra. Man, something I literally,
2: like that. I remember it. <laughs> and this was the one time that I like even started to notice that my eating habits were changing. I was in a Seven Eleven, buying a coffee, coffee and a water. Glad you brought that up. And this dude, he's, oh man, they have like the chili cheese dogs or pizzas that they saw at seven eleven and he's looking at it, and then he's like complaining to the to the cashier like, "Oh, why is this like look like this or whatever whatever and he's like, "It tastes kind of funny and I immediately <laughs> looked at him, and I was like, "Hey, man, you're complaining about seven eleven food yeah seven eleven which is a convenience store who is now selling hot dogs and pizza, what do you expect yeah. like, <laughs> like Dude, you have no like, right to complain about that food. Yeah, you have yeah. No, You put yourself in that situation. Like, yeah. dude, like, no, please stop complaining. Like- Especially
1: because I remember growing up, man, they used to have these chicken parm sandwiches at 7 Eleven. I don't know if you you guys ever experienced those, but they were mm-hmm. like, they put them on the grill and they were these chicken, they were like <laughs> six, no, they were less, they were like three bucks. And it was a full 12 inch chicken parm sandwich that they'd throw on the grill. And at like four in the morning, it'd be like the best ever. But no, bad idea. Don't ever eat that.
2: And that's like walking in. That reminded me of like, I was like, imagine I walk into a tire shop, I'm getting my tire changed and the dude comes out and he's like, hey man, we actually make pizza here. Do you want a pizza? <laughs> I'm immediately going to be like, no, I'm good. I just need my tire changed.
1: Okay. I have to tell one more anecdote just because of that. I went to a mechanic shop Okay. back in Fort Myers, Florida. This was the coolest mechanic shop I'd ever been to. First of all, everything they do, they take a picture of while they're doing it. Okay. So they go in and they're doing an oil change. grab a wrench, they take a picture of it. They upload 500 pictures or something (laughs) insane to your file. And they look at, they they pull out like the oil pan and show it to you. They pull out like the, you know, the dipstick or whatever. They show you. They show you everything they did just for an oil change. And they upload it to your cloud file. And you can go look and see what they did. Because you don't trust mechanics and stuff, right? Yeah. The reason I brought this up is because they had a keg in the corner. And I'm like, damn, y'all got beer on tap here? Like what? And he's like, no, it's coffee. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it's, uh, we put a nitro tap on it. This is the first time I ever had nitro cold brew coffee. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's coffee? He's like, yeah, we put it on a nitro tap. It makes it creamy. I'm like, there's no way. He's like, yeah, go have one. That It's for you. Like, go ahead. Yeah. It's free. And I'm like, I pull this and I taste it and I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever had. Like and it was genuinely good. It was ridiculously good. Wow. He's like, yeah. So he told me about where they they sourced from, like a local roaster to get oh, their coffee. Okay, okay, okay. It was just, it was so weird that it was at a mechanic shop. It's, it's a, a great a idea, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. So he
1: sense. sourced from a local place. He had it there. He's like, yeah, man. Like a, the UPS guy comes in, specifically comes in and drinks our coffee every day. He's like, yeah. it's just this extra thing we give to people. That's cool. And it was nitro cold brew and it was the only time. Th- and then I figured out when I went to Starbucks the next yeah. time, it had always been there, but I didn't know what... I'm scared to order at Starbucks. I go order a black coffee when I'm there. I'm
0: there to work. I don't even um, like their black coffee.
1: It's not that good. I just go there to work. Like I, I'm scared to order anything else. I'm scared to even tell them what size that I want because they're going to shame me if I don't get the <laughs> word right. And all the words mean basically the same thing anyway
2: oh that so, is annoying i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. can i get a medium you mean a, a venti yeah a
0: grande yeah. uh yeah no give me the smallest size i could take a water cup and put coffee in there or because it's, a, it's as large as a small cup it's funny from when everywhere you catch
2: else them saying like repeating your order back and then they'll say that what they call it and you're just like no medium yeah yeah that's what i said a venti it's like oh my god just give me the coffee
1: yeah <laughs> anyway so i think you're right if the mechanic <laughs> shop is like well actually we have some pizza
2: but sometimes maybe you want to be like, hold on a minute. What do you mean you have pizza? <laughs> Did you make it or is it sourced? No, we make it. Okay, back out. No, it's sourced from the pizza shop down the street. All right, cool. Go ahead. Give me a slice.
0: <laughs> but I'm not going to lie. There are some convenience stores that do make to order food that is actually pretty good because, you know, you touch on a key, you type on a keypad what yeah, you you're want. You're giving a and Wawa ad. It's not Wawa. It's Sheets. There's a a big competition between Sheets and Wawa. There's no Sheets in Texas, but is there? There's not even
2: a Wawa in Texas.
0: Back at school, they had the biggest Sheets because it was made in that town. And so there was a big argument on Sheets and Wawa from each side of Pennsylvania that you were in. And so when I was in school, that was the biggest, biggest argument everybody had. But both of those, Sheets and Wawa, you could type in on the keypad and, I mean, it comes out pretty good. For, out what it wear, is, for what it is they I mean, make it they make it right there i mean it's still not the best but <laughs> it, obviously you get out of convenience but yeah. it's way better than a 7-eleven would be yeah i mean
2: where i just saw the lady pull those out the freezer and throw yeah, in
0: the yeah. Thing. You're like no i mean i don't know where they're getting their stuff from but if you really want convenience i would say go to one of those over a 7-eleven <laughs> <laughs> if you're still wanting to eat Gas yeah, station. either that or
2: just go to H B buy some meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I mean, don't
1: be a way better gas stations at all. I don't know what Matt's over here doing. He was supposed to be making noise on the things this whole episode, didn't bother at all. And he's over here telling everybody to go to Sheets. What is uh There. See, see how much fun see how much fun that was? You've been having that fun the whole episode.
0: Oh man.
1: All right. So let's get to the end of this one here. Let's let's sign off. But give Ulysses an opportunity. Where can we follow? I mean, most you're doing most of the posts on Wild Foods a lot of time. Yeah, so you I'm in, the between you and Matt. The swipe up. <laughs> so if it's a so, collaborative. So yeah. some of some of what you see on the Wild Foods Instagram is Ulysses. But if you just want to see him in particular, what do you got for us?
2: You can go to underscore. I'm still saying your name wrong by the way. It's okay. Ulysses.gabriel underscore on Instagram. And I would actually be curious to if you Get make it this far, to tell me your insights on how you eat and when you noticed your transition, because I'm very curious to see what what point breaking point did people have to where they knew, like, I need to change it. So I'm, I'm curious to see hear what y'all think, to see, like, towards my friends and tell them, like, hey, did you ever notice here?
0: On that note... We forgot. We forgot, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm so, going to have to put something at the front of the episode so they know. Going off of what you just said, if you do want to know or tell Ulysses where that breaking point of your transition would be we are thinking about at no, Wild not Foods. thinking or doing we're wanting we're doing we are, wanting, we're we doing, are doing we're, we're making doing. we're creating a closed group
1: on Instagram the so Wild Foods mastermind we can even call it the Wild Foods Podcast Mastermind if we want
0: but it's <laughs> we'll we'll talk about just mastermind. Don't it's, quote a, mastermind. On, in, it's, a, it's a mastermind on all group. platforms. But basically it's a group on Instagram where you can share real food ideas, recipes Anything, daily motivation, have chats with each other, whatever. There'll be one weekly challenge a week based off of uh, what recipe you want to make. And we'll showcase that at the end of the week with the video. And we'll shout out the person that made the recipe. So if you're interested, we're going to be making that in the next week, at least. Very soon. Very, very
1: soon. It'll probably be out before this episode's posted. Yes. So
0: So look for that. Uh, Check the the show
1: notes for the link and check our Instagram too. So you can get on there that way. And if you can't find it, DM us, we respond to all DMS on Instagram and tell them, Hey, I'm trying to get into the wild foods mastermind. How do I do it?
0: Yes, actually that is probably the best DM us first. And then depending on how many people are interested, we'll make that amount of groups, but it's open to the first 35 people. So make sure you get on that.
2: Yeah, Don't be afraid to tell us, you know, how you feel and what you think and what you, what you know, because I think that's a lot of things too, that, and you're not only doing us a disfavor, but you're doing a disfavor to yourself by holding back what you think. And you're like, don't be scared. Say, say what you feel. Say, say what you know, because then you might be knowing something that I don't.
0: It's an and, open group. Yeah. So help everybody, say what you help need.
2: everybody, help everybody at the end of the day. That's so what we're out here to help each other grow and help each other stay wild.
1: And of course, Oh yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Perfect. We are not <laughs> medical professionals. We are not nutritional advisors. We are not anything like that. So, Please consult a medical professional before making any drastic changes to your diet and always properly address any health risks. So on that note, that's it. This has been Brent Philbin and you've been listening to the Slow Jams of the Wild Foods Living Wild podcast.
2: This is... Bless And I thank you for listening
0: to us on the Wild podcast. The Slow Jams. And this is Matt Smith signing you off. With the slowest jams of the Wild Food Podcast. Good night, everybody. Shine